Hi guys, and welcome to episode four of the Sim It to Win It podcast. The podcast in which I answer your questions using the 30 sims of data that I've run for a given game week and the future game weeks coming up. As I say at the start of every podcast, please take what I say with a pinch of salt. Sims only tell us so much and every sim varies. So the sim we play in the game is one of many outcomes. So lots of different things can happen. So what I tell you here is a good guide, but it is an absolute, you know, what I say is definitely not going to all happen, but hopefully it should give you a good guide to see what's most likely to happen and, and a good way to approach the game week. I'd also like to say that I've had loads of questions quite a few were similar so if your question hasn't been answered it's not because I'm ignoring it it's because I feel like it's being answered within the other questions so hopefully everyone's um, questions and, and what people want to know is all answered within the pod today and uh, like I said uh, we've got a lot to get through and there's quite a good variety of questions but some that do sort of uh, come together so I sort of answered them all hopefully um, throughout the pod. So we'll start with the first question. As always, we start with Benno, who asks about Viduka and the average shots he has this week at home to Charlton. He averages 3.77 shots, which is ludicrous. It really was quite an extreme sim. Viduka being quite extremely good, you know, getting four or five shots. I've really not seen it that many times from players getting this many shots, but it is Charlton at home. He was averaging two on target a game. It was it was ludicrous, and as I'll get on to, he is strongly the best captain choice. Um, we go on to the second question, which links straight in, which is from Inanimate Carbon Rod Wallace, whose name I dread reading out every time because it's a bit of a tongue twister. Uh, he asked Viduka versus Larson. The obvious question, uh, Viduka. Uh, as I addressed last week, he starts 21 games, scores 23 goals, and gets five assists. I must like to say he got two injuries. Um, so he missed two games through injury. So just take that when you think he misses nine. Um, he's incredible. He is out and out the best captain this week. Um, he is brilliant. I think we have all sort of forgotten a bit about Viduka because of Larson joining and other premiums being at the forefront. At least recently, Leeds fixtures haven't been amazing, but Viduka is Viduka. He is a killer, a really good player. And um, this week he is, is at his best. And Larson, he starts 23 more than um, more than Viduka. But like I said, there, there was injuries there for Viduka. He scores 16 goals against four assists, two of which were penalties won, those assists. Larson looks sharp as well. I think the double up is a great differential. I think if you're on free hit, it's a must have. Um, but yeah, I think Larson is a good option. He's an easy switch from some of these sort of slightly cheaper premiums like Shearer. You don't have to find those funds to go up. So I do think Larson's a great option this week. Question three um, comes from Eno, who asks about who's the best captain this week. And who is the best one-week punt? We'll start with captain. I've said it already. It's Viduka. Easily. Other people that stand out that look pretty good this week. Larson looks quite good this week. Um, Rude looks pretty decent this week. Um, Malcolm Christie actually looks quite good, but I wouldn't do a Craig and captain him. Um, you might get the same outcome. But uh, yeah, there's there's not that many great options. I think Viduka stands out. And if you own him, I'd, I'd put that armband on him, especially now we know from the league that Hart isn't starting. I would have said Hart was a great option, but he's not starting. One-week punts. Uh, Viduka and Larson are not really one-week punts, but they are the obvious choice if you want to go for someone who you want to get rid of again next week. But I do think Leeds are quite good mid-term. Any Leeds, really. 
is a fine one week punt this week. Um, you know, there are other options that you could try and go for. Smith um, could be an okay option if he starts. Um, yeah, any leads really. Um, Malcolm Christie, who I addressed, um, I quite like him this week. He's home to Villa, which isn't an exceptional game, but we do know there can be goals in it. Um, and I think he's quite good. He's always solid. He's really consistent. So I think as a one-week punt, he's decent. I'll go for my rogue one-week punt. I'm going to put my neck on the line. He's a player I own, um, who I really, really like this week, and that's Lee Hendry. I know he's away to Derby, but his numbers actually look quite good. Derby play wing-backs. Hendry is a really solid winger. For 5.5, he's one of my favourite players in the game because he is actually consistent he sort of goes under the radar a little bit and he does drop those two pointers but he did drop i think it was three double digit holes in five games or something only a few weeks ago so he is he's really good so he's my one week punt this week um i'm put my neck on the line watch him get two points now or like a red card but uh, yeah no i'm gonna say lee hendry um, moving to question four which comes from craig um craig who loves a question about shots as the listeners already know. He asked about York shots versus Rude shots uh, this week away at Sunderland. Now, they're pretty even. They're not too far apart. But interestingly, York averages 2.57 shots with Rude averaging 2.13. You know, we I've said in the past, shots are a great metric and York's shooting more. Now, to sort of break that down, RVN is shooting sort of two or three times a game. Pretty much nothing else. A couple of ones. I think there was a four. No zeros. No game where he didn't shoot. So he is consistent. He, he, Rude always does this. He always consistently shoots two, three, four times a game, especially in these away games. You know, he's really consistent. York, on the other hand, there was a lot more variance and a bit more upside. He had a few fours in there, a lot, a fair amount of threes, but then the occasional one, a few zeros. York, I think, is shooting more. And I think he is a good option this week. And if we're talking one-week punts, he could be one of them. I'm always a little bit sceptical. I think away at Sunderland is is an up-and-down game. It can sometimes go really well. It can sometimes go badly for teams. But I do think York's really good this week. But Rude is Rude. Rude scores. He's clinical when he does shoot. But I do like York this week. And I like that question, actually. It does highlight that it's not always necessarily the premiums or the mega premiums like Rude who are shooting the most every week. Sometimes centre-back matchups or or whatever else can change factors. And I think that that is the case this week. And uh, York shooting more. So York could be a really good option. We move on to the next question, which comes from Andresa. I hope I pronounced that right. Um, He asks about the teams with the most shots this week. Um... Obvious team at the top is Leeds, 12.53. They're shooting a lot. Leeds are not the biggest team for shooting in in the game. They don't shoot a huge amount, which is why it's possibly lower than you may expect for a team at home to Charlton. But they are out and out the highest. United are next, surprisingly, 10.91. It was a lot of shots there from United, but it was varying. There was a few sevens in there, but a lot more sort of double digits, 10, 11 shots. Yeah, United looked... Looks really good. And they are out and out the two most teams shooting the most. The other three, I know he said three, but the other three I had, Borough, Arsenal and Liverpool, were all shooting sort of towards the top end of nine shots, low end ten, around about there. Um, but they're really close. So I wouldn't want to pick pick one, but all three of them were shooting quite a bit. Arsenal surprisingly quite high, actually. I know away at Leicester is, is, a, is a game for, for goals sometimes, but uh, they were quite high up. Um, Next 
question comes from Janda, um, who asks about, you know, which keeper to play. I think it was him who asked this question last week. He said Everton keeper, whose name I can't pronounce, or Brannigan. It's not looking great for either keeper this week. Um, Everton, 1.87 goals conceded and 9.8787 shots conceded. Okay, away at Blackburn, this is. Um, not great. Blackburn are a good good at home. Um, they can score goals and I don't see a clean sheet coming. 1.87 is lower than I expected. I've, I've not seen any of the Simmers' datas yet, but I'm expecting around two for a lot of people, but mine was a little lower. Brannigan, on the other hand, for Ipswich, uh, home to Watford, 1.13 goals conceded. So pretty consistent. When you're at home to Watford, they are always in the mix to try and score goals. But I feel a clean sheet can come. And they were only facing 6.33 shots, um, which was, you know, a decent amount, but pretty low and pretty consistently low. Five, six, seven, nothing more than that, really. So who would I pick? I'd play Brannigan. I do think he's far more likely. I always play the home keeper, unless the away game is like, say the home game is, I don't know, Man United and the away game is, is I don't know, Manchester City, who shoot very little. I wouldn't, I'd always play the home keeper. So I'd play Brannigan in this case. I went around the houses a little bit there, but um, no, Brannigan, Brannigan is who I play. Next question, and now this is a slightly different style of question. I really like this question. It comes from Pete. Pete asks, is free hit a good option this week? It's tricky, this, because it depends completely on the state of your team. Me and Craig had a conversation about free-hitting and what reasons you want to free-hit. Now, the main reasons to free-hit would be you can't get to... There's an out-and-out best captain choice that you can't get to particularly easily without taking a few hits. The, the team you're going to play, your default team, is loads of away games, really tricky games you want to get off them. A huge amount of upside to be gained. So, you know, like Man United leads all with big home games. Or you're just feeling a bit rogue. Those are really the options. I, so you look at your team and assess it and feel, is that what you're doing? You know, you can always just free hit for the sake of the fun of it. It looks fun. I considered, I've considered it the past few weeks, actually. I feel like there's got to be a time to do it because we are running out of weeks and I've still got chips left. Still got a free hit bench boost and triple captain to play. So I feel like I've got to start playing them. So I do think it's a good option. Obviously, Leeds with a big upside. I've sort of done a preliminary draft post-leak. Um, please don't just copy this and then, you know, abuse me if it goes wrong because this is just a preliminary idea. But this is the kind of thing I'd possibly go with. I'd have Westerveld in goal. I think Blackburn look quite good defensively at home this week to Everton. Um, then you've got Brannigan. I think Brannigan is a must-have on any free hit because he's a four-million keeper who plays. So if your keeper somehow gets repped, at least you've got one there. I'd have Doherty. He looks like he's probably going to play out front because we've had the leak of the Ipswich defence. He's not in it. Horidison's back, so he's probably going to be up front. It's a nice game as well, so I would go for Doherty. I'd have two Liverpool defenders. We've had the Liverpool defence leak to us, so we can go for... I'd go Hegem and Wright, 4.5 million for Wright, even if you were to bench him. Um, I think he's a great option. He's going to start. I don't see Bolton scoring. I see this a really good game for Liverpool. And Hegem, I think, probably has the best upside of that entire Liverpool defence. So I'd go them too. I'd also go Berg, Blackburn. Uh, like I said, Blackburn's defence looks really good this week. Um, 4.5 million. 
I don't think Berg's 100% nailed, but he's nailed enough for him to just sit on your bench with a free hair. Come on, if things go pear-shaped. Final defender, I'd go with Radaby. I'd go with a Leeds defender. Unfortunately, Hart is leaked to not be there. If he was there, I'd have him 100%. I'd probably go Radaby or Ferdinand. Ferdinand's 0.5 million more. Kelly, again, is another 5.5. I only went Radaby to make the cost work, but um, like Ferdinand's probably the best option. Um, but yeah, I went Radaby. Midfield, I'd go for Zepner. Away at Millwall, I think this is a brilliant game for Zepner. I love Zepner. I think he looks really, really good. Um, Ronald Dubur, I'd have him. Um, I think Blackburn have got a good game this week, actually. And I think Dubur is going to probably be up front based on the leak of the Blackburn midfield. 90% up front, I reckon. So if he is, massive upside. So I'd have Ronald Dubur in there and then it'll also have Perez. I think Arsenal away at Leicester is a tricky game. I wouldn't stack on them because I do think the defence of Leicester is weak. But we've had a leak that Perez is playing. Perez is brilliant. He's one of the best seven millions. He's one of the best midfielders in the game for me. I love him. And I think when he's playing, that's the only danger with Perez is that he doesn't always play. We know he's playing, so I'd get him in. I then have two 4.5 million mids. Um, probably Taylor, Ian Taylor. Villa's game's all right. Um, it's not exceptional, but it is all right. And um, uh, Alexanderson as well. Um, I quite like Alexanderson um, generally. Although Millwall are home to Borough, I do think that he is probably the strongest upside. Um, strongest upside 4.5 million midfielder. I know there's a big thing about um, Dinsa, but now I prefer Alexanderson. So I'd go for them too. And then I'd go for a heavy hit in front three of Larson, Paducah and Rude. It's brave, but I think the upside is there. Captain Viduka, I would just go for the front three and go for those big points because I really think they could score big. So that's the free hit draft I'd go for. To answer Pete's question, is it good? I can't really answer it without seeing your team. If you want to send me a team on Discord, I'll have a look at it and I'll tell you my opinion. But my opinion is just my opinion. It's not necessarily right. But uh, if, you, if you think free hit's right this week, I'd go for it. I do think that there are some great opportunities this week. Leeds home to Charlton. I think Manchester United. You could even look at Chadders, for example, um, instead of one of the four point fives. If you play around, I think Zepter, Ronald and Perez, Blackburn defence, Liverpool defence. I think all of those have got enough upside for it to be worth it. But like I said, it is completely team dependent. Next question comes from so I've combined two questions. Flair and Billy Halliday are asking about. Larson, Janssen, Rude over the next three. So Janssen plays Everton at home, Charlton away, Newcastle at home, Rude plays Sunderland away, Man City at home, Leeds away, and Larson plays Charlton at home, Newcastle away, Manchester United at home. So Larson, of those 90 games in the 30 Sims, he played 68, scored 37 and got 10 assists. He did have a few injuries. I think about five occasions he was injured for these games. Um, so yeah, the 68 figure, take with a pinch of salt. It doesn't necessarily mean that leads rep loads. Um, uh, so yeah, just take that with a pinch of salt. But 37 goals, 10 assists, it's ridiculous. The numbers look really, really good. Interestingly, I think Larson looks better Newcastle away than Baduka looks. I'm not sure why. Um, I'm sure that's something that Craig will address on his podcast. Um, <laughs> but I do think Larson looks better next week. Janssen of the 90, he played 70 games. Uh, 30 goals and four assists. Janssen is really consistent over these three easy fixtures, getting 10 goals in against Everton, uh, 
uh, 11 goals against Charlton, 9 goals against Newcastle. So literally bang on consistent. So if you want Mr. Consistent, who has pretty much a chance of returning at least once in those three games, probably twice, I'd go Janssen. Four assists, you know, just standard um, just standard assists. Um, I do think Janssen is, although it's not exceptional, I do think he's a consistent and a good option, actually. Um He's good value for money. I think he's well-priced and I think he's someone that you can save a bit of money on and he's a differential. And then Rude, he played 73 of the 90s, scoring 33 goals, getting seven assists. Um, yeah, Rude is rude and he was being rude. <laughs> he did well against Sunderland away, Man City at home. Leeds away was a low-scoring picture, as it always is when big teams go away to Leeds. I think Rude looks great. I think Janssen looks great. I think Larson, I think they all look great. Larson's got... My analysis, Larson's got the upside. Ganson's the consistent one. Rude is rude. I don't think this is that bad of a fixture run for Manchester United, but I do think there is opportunity to go away from Rude and still be okay. So you just have to consider your options, I think. Um, you don't necessarily need Rude, but you don't necessarily need to go away from Rude. So, um, you know, you can consider the different things um, that could happen. And, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Next question comes from, it's another combination of questions from Monty and Mike D. They asked about Petkov, Zepda, Rondebo and Johnston uh, over the next two game weeks. Now, I addressed this on last week's pod. Go and check it out because it's still relevant. I spoke about a tier list. Um, the difficulty with midfielders at this price is that they're often very, very close when the fixtures are okay. And all of these players have pretty good fixtures over the next few. So it's hard to call. I think Petkov's still the best longer term. He's the most consistent. Um, I think it's too close to call. If I had to pick one, I'd say De Boer, just for the price and the upside. He's probably out of position this week. He's six million. I think Blackburn's fixtures are marginally better. You know, they're pretty nice. Everton at home, Charlton away, Newcastle at home. That's three good fixtures. I know they said only over two, but over three, I think that's really nice. Johnson's not worth it, I don't think. I'm not saying don't get him. I think he's still a differential and he's still doing really well this season. But you can save a million and get Zepter. I think unless you've got both, I don't see much reason. No data has shown me that Johnston is outperforming Zepter. And for one million more, is he worth it? I don't think so. But yeah, if I had to pick one, I'd say De Boer. But I think all of them. I would like to say, I actually think if mid, if you're wild carding, I think a midfield of all three, Ronald De Boer, Zepter and Petkov, is an amazing differential opportunity. Although all of them are quite highly owned, I don't imagine there's many people with all three. And I think if you're wild card, which I know a lot of people are, I actually think it's a really, really good option. Data shows they're three of the best midfielders moving forwards and they're all brilliant value for money. And there's people you'd probably want to set and forget more or less until the end of the season anyway. So I think they're really good wild card options this week. Um, next question comes from... Blakey, this sort of links in. He says, is Holland to Zepter a good idea this week considering Holland's fixtures? Now, Holland has two home games on the spin. He's got Watford at home, Tottenham at home, but then it's followed by Liverpool away, Chelsea away, Manchester United at home, Middlesbrough away. Do I think it's worth it? Uh, it depends on the context of your team. Is it, it's not worth a hit, in my opinion. Although I have spoken about Holland in length being quite average over the last two, although he, in real life, has been a brilliant sport with this game, he's in the game, he's quite average, and he's not a huge amount of upside, but it is two home games. So it's hard to say, definitely do the transfer. I don't think it's worth a hit at all. 
I think it depends on the state of your team. I think if you've got two free transfers and you've got nothing else you want to do, go for it. Or even go for De Boer, or even go for Petkov, up to you. All of them are good options. Maybe not Petkov this week specifically. I think I think Zepter and De Boer look better this week. You could do it. I think it's a perfectly fine switch. I would say though, if you're having if you have to do two free transfers and there's something else that's more pressing in your team, do that because it's two home games. At the end of the day, it doesn't matter how average a player is, when they've got back to back home games, especially considering, you know, they're all pretty good home games, Watford and Tottenham, you know, it can always go fine. So I think keep unless you've got two free transfers and you've nothing else to do. That would be my um, my take on it. Next question comes from FPL Richie, who asks about keeper pairings on wildcards. Who do I think is the best keeper pairing on wildcard moving forwards? I'm unfortunately be quite boring. I think Brannigan is more or less must-own at 4 million. You know, it's such good value, 4 million starting keeper. Ipswich's defence is not exceptional, but when they're at home, they're still pretty good. So I'd probably have Brannigan, and then I'd pair him with either UC or the Everton keeper. With UC, the rotation's more or less perfect. I think there's only two away games they have to play, or maybe one. And with the Everton keeper, it's pretty good too. Yeah, it's boring. Those are the answers. I think keepers are very, very template this year. They were quite a template last year as well, but this year's more so. I think it's those three. If you want a differential, I think Sereni. The only problem with, well, the main problem with Sereni is that he doesn't rotate well with Brannigan. Um, they've, they're on the same, so they'll play aways and homes at the same time. But I think Tottenham's defence is one to look at. I think in home games, they've tightened up a lot. And they're actually a defence that I wouldn't mind um, I wouldn't mind owning someone from there. Um, so yeah, Sereni's the differential. So if you really wanted to go rogue, you chase him rank, or you just want to have a bit of fun with the game, I do think Sereni is a, is a pretty fine option. Uh, on a wild card. Uh, question 12 comes from FPL Richie again, and he asks about, I'm going to butcher this name, the new Bolton defender, the 4.51, Smemika, or Smem, oh, I'm terrible with pronunciations, and Zieg. Um, what do I think of them? Because obviously they're both just sort of broken back into their, well, not back into, into their teams. What do I think of them? For Smemika, um, he's 4.5 million, so he looks like he's replaced Colin Cooper, who's due to move to Liverpool at the end of the season which is a very strange transfer. Do I think he's good? I think he's good value at 4.5. And the only problem is he is still at risk because we don't know if he's 100% nailed. Cooper's suspended until game week 29. So he's definitely going to play this week. I don't know. Data, I don't have a huge amount on it, but bits I've seen, his ratings, average ratings are not amazing. I think DeVos and Henry are going to outdo him in the bonuses. And for 0.5 more, I think it'll add up over time. I don't think he's the worst option to have as a 4.5 and bench him. And the problem is, is the other 4.5s, Doherty especially, are better. And I do think you can just get Gardner if you're desperate for a Bolton defender. Cooper, DeVos, better for bonus. Gardner's the one to go for. I really like Gardner. Yeah, I'm, I'm not high on this guy. At 4.5, I think there's just better options, better ways to spend your money. And I'm not sure if he's 100% going to play. To answer about Zeke, I have a different opinion. I, I quite like Zeke. So we know he played left midfield last week. He played left midfield in the Cup. And he has been leaked as playing left midfield this week. I think he is a really, really good option at 5 million. 
he is out of position. He is playing for a team that, in my opinion, have improved offensively under McLeish. He's about to go into a pretty good fixture run of Ipswich away, Watford at home, Bolton away and Newcastle at home. I think he's a really good option. Like I said, out of position, a defence that's improved, especially at home. I think we're going to see Spurs clean sheets at home more often under McLeish. I think between now and the end of the season, I expect to see a couple out of position, possibly nailed. The only problem I have with Zeke is that Fortuna and Etherington are both there. And that puts pressure on whether he's going to play, you know, lots of minutes. He might only make 60, 65 minutes and get taken off quite a bit because there's obviously left midfield options on the bench. That is one concern I have with Ziga, but I do think he is a really good option. And I think if you're wildcarding, it's an interesting someone. I was talking to someone in the chat about owning Tariko for the two game weeks and then switching to Ziga. I think that's a really, really good plan to have, actually. Um, I think you can wait on Zeke a couple more weeks if you want to be certain that he's playing. But I think he's a great option on Wildcard, even if you go for it this week or next week. Yeah, I think he's really, really good. Uh, next question. I haven't... Oh, it comes from Ewan. Sorry, I thought I hadn't written down who had uh, asked this. He asked about Hadji, Hendry and Thompson away at Derby. Um, so, Hendry, who I've spoken about earlier... I love him in this fixture. He starts 27, scores five, and gets 10 assists. Yes, you heard that. 10 assists. He looks brilliant. He's one of my dark horses for this week. I love him. If you own him, play him. Would I get him in? I don't know. He's an option on a free hit. I think at 5.5, I've spoken about this before, he's awkward. Because I don't know if he's better value than likes of Chadders, but I think... If you buy him and play him pretty much every week other than the really horrible away games, you're going to get good value from him. So I do actually quite like him. And this week, I think he looks great. I own him. I'll be playing him. Hadji, he starts 26. Three goals, four assists. Nothing exciting. Hadji is Hadji. He does pop up with stuff. He has popped up with stuff in our Sims as well. He has looked good, but uh, no, not exceptional. And then Thompson starts 17, one goal. Two assists, I'm not interested. You shouldn't be interested. Um, yeah, not a huge fan. I'm not a huge fan of Villa's midfield in general, other than Hendry. I mean, there are there are options there. You know, Hadji, Ian Taylor at 4.5 is still a good option. But um, no, I'm, I'm not massive. Alan Thompson's 5.5 as well. And uh, I, think he's, I think he's not great value there. I'd go Hendry if you're going to pick one of the three, Ewan. Um, final question comes from FPL Buddy who asks about Janssen, Fowler, Larson this week. Who is the best? Janssen started 24, scored 10 goals, got two assists, scored one hat trick. Strange, I know, but uh, it did happen. I'm not, I take that with a pinch of salt, obviously. It doesn't mean he's going to score a hat trick in our sim. But yeah, like I said earlier, he's consistent, you know. 30 goals over the next three. What did I say? 10, 11, 9. I think he got a 10, 9, 11. Yeah, he's consistent. And this game is consistent. And I think if you own him, play him. Would I bring him in? Probably not. I do think the other options are better. Larson at the same price point. But he does look quite good. And the Ever Everton. Blackburn's fixtures do look nice. Fowler starts 28, scores 14, gets two assists. Liverpool's game this week is quite nice. I think Bolton at home is, is a game that you can actually target, even though it can be cagey. 
No Owen means he's nailed on to play, I think, pretty much. Um, Liverpool main rep, though, I would like to say that. I'm not saying they're 100% going to rep, but the defence that's been leaked is a bit worrying. And I do think there could be a concern of rotation. So tread lightly, tread with caution. Bringing him in could be a risk, but if you own him, play him. And finally, Larson, who I've already said, 23 starts, 16 goals, 4 assists. He looks brilliant this week. I think he's the second best captain option. I think he's a great differential. I think you can own him and Maduka. Leeds, Leeds, target Charlton when they're away, basically. We all know that. Um, so that's everything. That's all the questions. Thank you, everyone who asked questions. I always really, really appreciate it. The support has been amazing on every episode so far. And um, yeah, I've been loving it. So if you want to ask questions, I'll reopen the questions up on Friday in the Discord, in the pod questions chat. Get in there because I'm gonna, I'm limiting the questions now because I want to keep the pods nice and short. So make sure you get in there early and ask your questions. I really appreciate the support. Best of luck to everyone for the game week. And hopefully we'll see some big scores, especially from those Leeds boys. Cheers.